0: So I told the young lady I said well what happens if I just decide not to do it now I can just climb down and wait on y'all to come all the way back around and I remember she told me she said all it takes is one second of courage mm. and after I did the first one again you know it, it was to me it was the best experience it was a freeing experience.
1: Welcome to the Crossing It Off podcast, where we believe living with intention through a bucket list lifestyle is a great way to bring yourself personal joy. As you are crossing items off your list, you're actually filling up your bucket. The more items you cross off, the more joy gets added, until eventually your joy spills over into the lives of those around you. Now, let's start crossing it off together. I'd like to welcome Maricia D.C. Johns to the show. She describes herself as free-willing fierce optimistic and spiritual marisha thanks for coming
0: thank you so much for having me
1: yeah so tell the listeners what did you cross off your bucket list
0: i crossed off zip lining off of my bucket list it was something that i had thought i might want to do and i got the courage to do it
1: okay so where did that the idea come from why was that something that you wanted to put on your bucket list
0: well, you know how you see when you're watching television, you see people ziplining and they tell you the wonderful experience that they had. And I've always been a fan of the amazing racing. So they take okay. them to some wonderful places to zipline. So I thought... Th- this I can do. I, I I could do this. I knew I wasn't going to ever try bungee jumping. Uh, I had done the balloon ride, but I said this is something that I think that I would like if I can only find some people to go with me because <laughs> the people in my family, my husband, was not going to go. Okay,
1: and so what was that like as far as putting this experience together? Were you off in some exotic locale? Were you? Down the street, where did you go zip lining?
0: Okay, we did two different times. And the first time was like a training thing. And I had two girlfriends to go with me. And one even, she made all the arrangements and everything. And I remember when we got there, she says, it's something I should know. And I was like, why? She said, y'all all all have shirts on by Pray For Me and Jesus. She (laughs) said, is it going to be this scary? So none of us knew. It was about maybe 20 minutes from where I live in Fort Worth. It was in Burleson. And they had different stages. Like the first little zip line was kind of like a little clothes hanger or whatever. (laughs) And the guy even told us, you know, you probably could touch the uh the the ground if you if you really wanted to. So you did that one, then they moved you up to the intermediate. And uh that one was a little bit harder. But as a former educator, I'm one of those people I listened, I listened to what you said. So the long one. He told us, he said, if you start to turn, if you start to turn, this is what you do. So everybody went and it was my time. So when I went, I started to turn. And I remember he said, we can throw the rope out to you. I said, no, I listened. I listened. I can make it. I can get myself back. It was, it was just a fun experience. And it was something that you said, oh, I'm going to do again. And then my sister wanted to go. (laughs) And this time we were in an exotic location. We were at Salamander Resort um, and they had this zip line and we went. My sister just zoomed down and it was over the trees and everything because every time you went to a different station, it was something a little bit different. And the harness was a little bit different, even though to me it was a lot better. So I get there and guess who freezes? (laughs) <laughs> I freeze. You I do. just, I, I, I froze. My sister's over there just waving like, hey. And I was like, oh, my God, what if I fall? So I told the young lady, I said, well, what happens if I just decide not to do it now? I can just climb down and wait on y'all to come all the way back around. And I remember she told me, she said, all it takes is one second of courage. Mm. And after I did the first one again, you know, it, it was To me, it was the best experience. It was a freeing experience. And like I said, we were over the trees. We were over little bitty ponds and whatever. It was just a really nice experience after I got that one second of courage.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's all it does take because once you go, you're gone. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So you said the salamanders are, where is that located?
0: It's outside D.C., Okay. Uh, and uh, it was for my sister's birthday and she had always wanted to go there. And it turned out to be a wonderful experience. And I got to meet the owner of uh, of the the resort. Like I said, the zip lining, it was just, it was a lot different than the first one. The first one was, you know, you were learning how to do it. Mm-hmm. The second one was you did it. Now I've heard they had one in Vegas and I'm going there soon, but I probably won't do it.
1: Yeah, it goes right down the main drag underneath lights and things. Mm-hmm. So it it's, looks fun. Mm-hmm. So what was the longest, do you know what the longest zipline was that you did during your two experiences?
0: I, you know, I really don't remember what they said it was, but this again, was in, this one was in three stages too. You did a, sm- a short one, then one that got a little bit longer, and then the longest one. I'm not sure how long it was. And it probably was not that long, but you know how you think, oh, it's right. going to be. Yeah. I don't think it was that long.
1: So, what was it like for you once you were harnessed in, and they attach you to to the rig on the line? Mm-hmm. What, and you you take that one second of courage and you step off? What's the what's the feeling that's going through your head when you do that?
0: I think it's a freeing spirit, and the one thing that mm-hmm. they do that I like is that each station in both times that I did it, the one of the guides would go first to show you you know because you start to think but I think it's a freeing experience it's just like it's like you're flying but not on an airplane it's just like you're just sailing along, and you get to see the pretty colors of the trees and everything and it just looks so nice and and you feel so good you can feel the wind in your face you can feel the wind and it's like I'm just flying this is how birds feel (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that is definitely how I felt when I did it. Is there something, so you said your husband wouldn't do it. And so what was the reaction from your family and friends when you said, I'm going to go do this thing?
0: Um, My husband always says, I'll be there waiting on you when you get down or wherever. <laughs> he's he's not going to go. Uh, a girlfriend of mine always says, uh, her mother always says, um, that you there's God always takes care of fools and babies. So. <laughs> but m- my my younger children, my children, they were excited that, because they're they're more adventurous than I am. So they were excited. They, they would have done it in no time. They've done some things that I've always tell them that I could not do. So my kids were were excited and they said, go for it, mom.
1: Find the resource that fits your need so that you can live out your list. Now back to the show. Nice. It's good to have people around you that are mm-hmm. supportive as you're trying to as you're trying to cross bucket list items off, that's for sure. So Marisha, is there something about doing it that if you know someone said, Oh, I don't I don't know if I could zip line or not, or I'm thinking about going and doing this, what's something that you would tell them? If you do it, you have to X, besides just the Nike answer what of just do it what's something that you would say okay if you're going to do this make sure you
0: Hmm. make sure you don't think too much if you think too much you know you can think about things that that are going to happen or could happen or might happen so don't think too much it reminds me of when my child my youngest child was taking swimming and she got to the big diving board and she was so excited she ran off and she jumped <laughs> but the second time when she got up there, she stopped and she looked and it seemed like it took her forever to go. So if you think about something too much, then you're not probably not going to do it. And it is that one second of courage. And once you step off, you know, you, you're good. I'm not going to say don't pray. I pray over everything. But just that one second of courage. Don't overthink it. Do not overthink it.
1: Yeah, it's good advice. After doing this, you had it on your bucket list, you did it a couple of times, you crossed it off. How did you change from having that experience and having crossed that item off your bucket list?
0: as I cross things off and I call it my I'm going to do list as I as I cross things off it just gives me a pat on the back you know people don't have to think it's anything that that's all that amazing or whatever but I said I set out to do it and I did it it's like anything else that you try to do if you if you set your mind to it and you accomplish it maybe it's not a big thing to everybody else maybe they've done something way more than you've done and but it's a it's a pat on my back. It's like I gave myself not a grade because maybe I didn't do it as well mm-hmm. as I should have, but I completed it. I said I was gonna do it and I completed it. And so I move on to the next one.
1: How's that transferred into your life in general? Are there examples of now you're more confident or you or you've just gone out and done some things, maybe they're not on your list?
0: I did a marathon. I completed a marathon and we trained for it. Now we had to walk it, which I thought was, uh, which most people thought was really easy to do. And I can remember I was working in public school when I did it and I had told everybody, you know, we had worked and worked and worked. And so we were going to Austin to do that marathon. And when I completed it, I remember, it's it's funny, but a lot of people tell me, oh, I could have done it. But I remember the guys, the coaches at the school, because we walked it. They said, after you walk like three hours, it becomes mind over matter. Mm-hmm. It took us seven hours. You had to have it completed in seven hours. And it took <laughs> us seven hours. I accomplished it. We kept saying we were going to do it again. But no, I crossed that off. And, and we're going backwards now. We did the full marathon then the half marathon then the 5k so we went backwards and it was just an accomplishment that I did people had tried to do it because they cut you off if you were not going to be able to do it in seven hours you know they cut you off so I was just really proud and and again my youngest child is my biggest cheerleader when people ask where did I finish and she might you know she says I don't know but she finished she got a medal she did it
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think it's amusing that people you know say they can do stuff, and it's like, uh, have you ever walked a day in Disney World or Disneyland? It's like, it's like eight nine miles, you know, (laughs) and and there's a lot of other stuff going on there. But but you're tired, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you get really tired. So being able to complete a marathon, walking or running, I don't care, uh, is a pretty big feat.
0: I'll tell you a funny story about it. When I did finish, my husband was at the finish line again. You know, he wasn't going (laughs) to go. And so the guy said, do not let her go to sleep because they check you out as you come in. He said, do not let her go to sleep. He said, take her back to the hotel, let her get a shower, and then y'all go out and have something to eat. So the waiter comes over and asks me what I would like to drink. I said, liquor. It does not (laughs) matter matter. what kind. Just just something that's going to knock me
1: out. Just pour some stuff in there. No problem. Marisha, what is something else on your bucket list that you'd like to cross off?
0: This is not something that, that, you know, that I can train for, but I've had different people that I want to interview. Mm. And one of them is First Lady uh, Laura Bush, because she's in Dallas. And I said, because I've heard her speak a couple of times and she's a former Educator. Mm-hmm. So I, and she just seems like the lady next door. You know, she seems like you could have coffee with her and just have the best conversation. So I would really like to talk with her about her kids, about being married to the president, what it was like. Because I tell everybody when she left the White House and she turned around and she waved to the American people, I say it was just something about her. It was the The prettiest I'd ever seen her, the calmest I've ever seen, her spirit just had looked like it had just changed. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I'm going home to Texas. I'm (laughs) going to do what I want to do. And I just want to talk to her. Not necessarily so much about the White House, even though I do want to say, you know, there's not a job description for the first lady.
1: Or a paycheck.
0: Yeah. And you have to wear these things, go out and have tea. And you really probably you probably really didn't want to have tea or anything. <laughs> so, yeah, I would love, love, love to interview her.
1: Is there one question, like if you could if you could ask her like one thing that was like super on your mind that you hoped she would answer regardless of the content, what, what would that be?
0: I think, <laughs> and we probably couldn't print it. Who was somebody that that you had to have tea with some person, some big person's <laughs> wife that you said no, but you knew you had to do it? You know, mm. you had to go and smile and whatever. That would probably be it. But it would be something that you that I would agree that we would not print. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so if you were able to get that interview, where would that where would that land for people to be able to see it?
0: Oh, uh, it would land on my on my blog site. Uh, this is year dot com, and on our YouTube channel, this is your best year. It would land there. It would probably land wherever I could put it if I could, <laughs> you know. Because I've I've looked up things to try to do it, you know. But you have to go through this section to that section. And like when I was teaching, my my last teaching job was at a community college, and we did write former President Bush to to invite him over to our class, but we got the proverbial no. But mm-hmm. I told the kids all we can do is try. That's right. You know, we we can try. So we, we tried he he among other people that we tried to get.
1: I think it's a little bit easier to do that on Zoom, maybe a little bit. People mm-hmm. have a little bit more flexibility than, flexibility. They, than they used to, but it's still it's much better to have them in person mm-hmm. for sure. I wish I could do this show in person. That would be a whole lot of fun. So Marisha, tell us where else can we find you online? Where else what else are you doing?
0: You can find us on the blog's Facebook page. This is your best year, which is also we have a group page, which you have to um, ask to be admitted to. And all we ask is that, you know, you be nice to people. And we talk about a a lot of things on there. But we have the Facebook page, the Facebook group page, YouTube channel and uh, Instagram. And they're all this is your best year.
1: All right. I will put all those links in the show mm-hmm. notes so folks can find them very easily. Marissa, thank you so much for being here. I I hope you still pursue that interview and that you get it and I'll make sure you let me know so I can put it in the I show will. notes. Once you do, I'll, I'll help you plaster it wherever you want.
0: Everybody will know. Everybody <laughs> will know.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much for being here.
0: Thank you for having me.